We're so happy you're joining us on our Brentwood Church podcast. To find out more about Brentwood, go to brentwoodchurch.org. During this episode, Pastor John shares a great message that we pray will lead you to new and deeper levels with Jesus Christ. So open up your Bible or Bible app and grab a notebook or simply listen along. He is risen. Yeah, yes. Listen, I am so excited about today because these stories really put on full display what the resurrection of Jesus Christ, what it means. And you know, what we believe, what do we believe about Jesus? That Jesus changes people and he transforms people. And it brings us to this question, you know, what do you what do you believe? What do you believe? Because today we're, we're just going to put that out there and go, okay, what is it that you believe? And when you see these stories and you hear these stories, it, it, it conjures things in your own heart, in your own life. And if you already believe and follow Jesus, you know what that means. It brings you right back to that day when you believed and you followed Jesus. And these stories are people who came somewhere in their life and they encountered Jesus Christ and it changed everything for them. But you know something, I know that there are people here today who you would say you don't believe and follow Jesus. You you might have heard those stories uh, on the screen and, 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 and you may have even been up there to see a family member or a friend get baptized and you just say, you know, that's great and I support you and I'm, I'm glad to be here today on this Easter Sunday and that's all well and good, but that's not really anything I believe in or I don't believe in it anymore. You, you don't believe and follow Jesus and, and maybe there's intellectual arguments, maybe there's philosophical arguments that sort of, uh, you know, you put on display, but but somewhere in your life, you know you've gone back and forth with those things. You've You've put the philosophy and the intellect, and you've said, okay, okay, there's reasons to believe and not to believe, but the reason I don't believe really and truly is it's personal. It's personal. It's just personal. Somewhere, somehow, some way, you can identify with a group of people. Maybe today you would say that you're, you're a good person. You're a good person. You know, you pay your taxes, you, you got your college education, you got your house and your mortgage, and uh, you pay, you know, you pay your taxes, as I said, you, you take care of your family, you, you don't cheat on your spouse, you, you, know, you, know, you, don't, you don't do anything that's really that bad, and you help old ladies across the road, and you give money to charity every now and then, you would just say, you're a good person. You know, why do I need a savior? Why, why, why do I need someone to save me? The fact is, I don't need someone to save me. But you still, somewhere in the silence of your life, you go, but how good is good enough? Am I really good enough? Well, what about that lie that I told? What about this and what about that? And, and you start to wonder, maybe there is a God, but it's just personal. And you just go, you know what? I don't, I don't wanna believe that. Maybe you feel like you're the opposite of that. Maybe you just feel like you're a bad person. And you would say, I don't believe because I'm a bad person. I mean, I've wrecked my life. I've wrecked other people's lives. I mean, if you knew my story, John, you, you would just go, wow, he's a bad person or she's a bad person. And if there is a God, there's no way I could believe and follow after him because he wouldn't accept me because I am a bad person. And so it's personal to me. I don't believe and follow Jesus and therefore God because of this. 
Or maybe you're a hurt person. Maybe you would just say, hey, you know, somewhere in my life, I got hurt really, really bad by a person or some people, some people who were supposed to take care of me, some people who were supposed to be there for me for life, but they weren't. Or, or maybe a situation or a circumstance, or maybe how you grew up or this really, really tough season in your life was filled with so much pain and so much loss. You are so hurt and you just think, there's no way I could believe that even if there is a God, that I would follow after him because I am so hurt. And if you're honest, you've, you, you've kind of put the intellectual and the philosophical to the side and you say, okay, there's reasons for and against to believe this, but I, I just have to just say it's personal. I'm a good person. I don't need anybody. I'm a bad person. You know, nobody can save me. I'm a hurt person. I can't believe that God would allow me to go through this or for this to happen. It's personal for you. And you know, those stories that we just heard, they're just like you and me. You know, we can all identify with one or more of those descriptors, just like those people in those stories. You know, somewhere though along the way, these people had an encounter with Jesus and they just said, it's personal now to believe him and to follow him. And the question again is, you know, why? What, why would they do that? What changed in their life? And, and, and that's answered in so many different ways in the Bible, but the Apostle Paul talks about this in relation to the resurrection of Jesus and how it interacts with baptism and how it interacts with why people eventually understand why they need to believe and follow Jesus. This, this is what he says. He says in, in, in Romans chapter six, verse three, he says, have you forgotten that when we were joined with Jesus in baptism, he's talking to believers and followers of Jesus. He's talking to the church. He says, we were joined with Jesus in baptism. We joined him in his death for we died and were buried with Jesus by baptism. What's he talking about? He's saying, look, when Jesus died on the cross, when he was crucified, his literal death symbolized your death, your death that you in this natural life will eventually experience because of sin and because of evil. But Jesus's death made sure that sin, evil, and death were not the end of you. That he, in his death, changed everything. And so when you and I, in baptism, go under that water, what does it represent? What does it symbolize for those who believe and follow Jesus? It means the death of our old life. It means the death of sin in our life. It means the death of evil in our life. It means the death of death in our life. And what, what Paul says, he says, okay, I want you to capture that thought. And I want you to remember that. Don't forget that. And today, if you believe and follow, follow Jesus and, and you, you heard those 12 stories, I hope that you never stop getting moved by those stories. That you never get to a place where you get ho-hum about a good person realizing that they're lost. About a bad person who realizes they can be forgiven eternally. About a hurt person who can get healed by the power of Jesus Christ, his death and his resurrection. I hope that we, as people who believe and follow Jesus, never stop rooting for that. 
and never stop cheering for that. And that's what Paul is saying. He says, you gotta know what this means. And then then he goes on and he finishes that thought and he says, and just as Jesus was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, now we also may live new lives. Your life is changed. You have been resurrected, not just eternally, but literally, presently, here and now. Everything changes for you. Just like those stories, just like we heard time and time again, I went away to college, I lost my faith, I got caught up in addiction, I got caught up in the wrong kind of relationships, trying to fill something in my life, and it got empty. And wow, but then I encountered Jesus, and everything changed. My life is new. It's not perfect, it's not pain-free, but sin, evil, and death have been taken care of. It is no longer intimidating me. And Paul says this in this final thought. He says, since we have been united with him in his death, we also, we, we also be raised to life as he was. That changes everything. When you begin to understand that you can never be good enough, you can never be smart enough, you can never be religious enough to save your life to rescue your eternity, to figure it out that when you and I realize that it is Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ alone, his death on a cross, his resurrection that saves us, it changes the way we think about ourselves, who we are, where we are in this whole big cosmos, this whole history of man and creation. I mean, those are the stories you just heard the stories of someone losing their way when their father committed suicide, when their grandmother committed suicide and ran after hopelessness until they encountered Jesus. And today they said, my life has changed because of him. It's personal. It's personal. You know, you could argue intellectually. You could argue philosophically one way or the other. But you know what? I just staked my claim in Jesus, because it got personal for me. And I think some of you are here today and you would say the same thing. And, and, and you know, that's my story. It's why I do believe. It's why I do believe because Jesus rose from the dead. It is my own resurrection. I, I grew up in the church and for the first nine or 10 years of my life, I would have thought of myself as a good person. I, I went to church all the time, twice on Sunday, Easter Sunday, got a chocolate brown suit and a yellow shirt, one of those clip-on ties and a chocolate Easter bunny that morning. And I went to church and I thought, man, I'm a good person because we pray and we go to church and you fill in the blank. Maybe you can, and, and, and somewhere though in my bridge to adolescence, I got bored with the whole thing. I got disenchanted with the whole thing. I thought maybe, maybe this isn't real. And I went after my own appetites and I went after my own need for attention and my own desire to get lost in the things that so many adolescents do. And I went and I would think of myself as a bad person. You know, I'm too far gone. God could never love me. And then when I was 17 years old, my family went through a huge crisis. I didn't know if my parents' marriage was gonna make it. And it was one of those moments where I became a hurt person. Why would this happen to me? Why would this happen to my parents? Why would this happen to our family? We went to church. We prayed the prayers. We we 
believed what we were supposed to believe. We did all those things, and yet it couldn't keep my family from experiencing deep personal pain. And in that moment, I had to make a decision, like so many of those stories. I remember it was 1993, it was Easter Sunday. I was sitting up in the balcony with my church, with my, in my church with my family, and, and we were going through the motions. My, my, my parents were pretending like everything was fine, and I was pretending like everything was fine. And we were there uh, on Easter Sunday because that's what you do in America. You go to church on Easter Sunday. And I remember that Sunday morning, the pastor got up and he, it's as if he were speaking right to me and right to my situation. And he was, he was showing me who Jesus really was. That I could never be good enough and smart enough. That Jesus had to do it. That, that no matter how bad my life was and how bad I had become, that his forgiveness was powerful enough to make me new. That whatever hurt I had experienced and whatever hurt my family was going through at the time, that Jesus paid it all and he can fix it all. And no intellectual argument, no philosophical debate mattered in that moment. What mattered is I needed rescuing. And I walked down and I didn't care who saw me. I walked down, down from that balcony, down that aisle, and I was the only person that day who knelt at that altar and I wept, I wept. And I didn't care who saw me weep. I didn't care if my friends, I didn't care if my family. I did not care because as those tears flowed down my cheek and onto that floor, I knew that my life was new. Everything had changed. And I got up from that moment. A month later, I stepped into a baptismal pool. My youth pastor was there and many of my friends were there. And he said, tell your story. And I told a very similar story that day. And just like Brett, just like Brett, he, he said, you going all in with Jesus? And I said, oh yeah. And I remember going down into that water and realizing that that water, nothing magical about that water, but something symbolic about all of the shame and all of the guilt and all of the rebellion and all the self-righteousness in a symbolic, but even in some kind of mysterious way was being washed away, that the old me was dead. And when I came up out of that water, that my life had been resurrected, not just eternally, but literally, that transformation and change. My life didn't get perfect. It didn't get problem-free or pain-free in that moment. I've experienced all that, but I have faith. I have joy. I have peace like you cannot even describe the stories that you saw right there. It got personal for me. And I'm gonna tell you this. At some point in your life, it'll just get personal. And you've gotta make that decision. You've gotta make the decision. Is the intellectual and the philosophical, is the social, is all of that gonna get in my way? Or am I just going to, in this moment, just say, you know what? I can't fix my life. I need God to do it for me, and he's done it through Jesus. And that's the stories that we have seen, person after person, story after story, all morning. And it's why I do believe. I believe. I believe because in Jesus' resurrection, I have found new life. And those people that you just heard their stories, they were raised to life 
through the power of Jesus' resurrection. And they proclaim that. And, and that brings us to this moment. You know, what do you believe? And what is going to be your response? What is going to be your response to Jesus today? You, you know, maybe you came in here and you would say, man, I was, I was wrestling with whether or not I was gonna believe and follow Jesus, but now I realize, just like those men and women, I realize my need for rescue. You know, I, I, I thought of myself as a good person or a bad person or a hurt person, but I wanna see myself like those people. I wanna see myself as a resurrected and transformed person. I don't wanna carry those badges anymore. I wanna carry what Jesus Christ in his death and resurrection has given me. I want to be raised to life. And today, today I wanna invite you to do that. And and here's, here's what I mean by that. Make it personal. Make it personal today by believing and following Jesus. And, and here's what I mean by that, that, that you believe that Jesus can rescue you from sin, death, and evil, that Jesus can and has done that, 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 that his death on a cross, his resurrection is proof that he is risen and his resurrection is your resurrection. You can wholeheartedly Believe that today. And you don't have to put your mind on a shelf to do it. Stop trying to rescue yourself. That's so key in this. You know, it is pride and fear that keep us from making the most important decisions in our life. Stop believing that you've got it together because you've got that portfolio and you've got that 401k and you've got that job and People generally tolerate you in your life. Your life is more than that. Stop believing that in your accomplishments that you can save yourself, you can rescue yourself, but instead relinquish control of your life over to Jesus and just say, Jesus, I need you because I blow stuff up. I go into dark places I isolate myself. I go into aloneness when I don't have you. Stop trying to rescue yourself. And then finally, follow and live as someone who's been raised to life. Like, be be all in. Just just say, today, you know what? I'm I'm gonna go all in with this. And and you know what? Today, you can declare that. And I wanna help you declare that. Not only do I wanna help you declare that, but we have extra clothes for you to wear if you want to get baptized today. Yeah, thank the goodwill. Yeah. We got your size. We got a towel. You can can today just say, yep, I'm raised to life today. I I believe that. I believe that Jesus is my rescue from sin, evil, and death. I'm going to stop trying to rescue myself and let God do that through Jesus Christ. And today, I'm going to declare that I want to believe and follow Jesus the rest of my life and make my life a powerful story and have an impact. You can do that today. I want to ask everybody.
so much for listening today. We believe that everyone has a next step towards Jesus, and we'd love to help you take yours. Email us at hello at brentwoodchurch.org or visit our website, brentwoodchurch.org slash next steps. Until next time, go change the world.